You're listening to the Raise to Empower podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Kamajis, a licensed clinical social worker with a multi-state online therapy practice. I have a passion for empowering women and mom therapists to break free of the fear, overwhelm, and oppressive systems that hold them back from taking action and building the private practice of their dreams. My goal is for you to boldly believe in yourself as a clinician and business owner. If you're looking for a place to learn practice building strategy and skill while also claiming your own power as a woman and a therapist, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the show. Hey listeners, welcome to this week's episode of the Raise to Empower podcast. This week is a little bit different and I wanted to share a training with listeners that I just recently did in my village community that I feel like is going to be really beneficial for everybody. This training is called Preparing Your Practice for the New Year. And while this has been something that I do every year in my practice, I realized that this may not be something that everybody thinks about and that if we forget about can be detrimental to our practice. So I did this, like I said, for my village community, and I thought this would be something that listeners of this podcast could really benefit from as well. So I want you to get out a notebook if you can, or just take some mental notes as you're listening. And I hope you enjoy this training of preparing your practice for the new year. What I'm going to kind of be going over with you today, usually these are things that I start to review in my practice October, sometimes um, beginning that early, but usually by November, um, I'm starting to do a lot of this because as you'll see, I start to have conversations with clients about what's to come, come January 1. So even though you're getting this training in January, these are things that you absolutely can still do. You can choose to say, I'm not going to implement any of this now. I want to review all of this come say July or June, halfway through the year. And these are good things that you, there are some things in here absolutely that you can review multiple times a year. So <clears throat> if you are finding that um, right now is just not the time, that's okay. Just still take note because there are some things that um, may not be applicable to like later in the year with like insurance and that kind of thing, if you do take it. So just listen in, um, pay attention to those things that you're like, I could do this now, or maybe I need to take care of this later, um, in the year. But like I said, <clears throat> excuse me, the start of the new year is always a good time to review things in your practice. Um, it's a great time to um, like evaluate and to make changes as needed. And like I said, originally this training was supposed to be a lot earlier for our community, but because of our family emergencies, it's coming to you a, a bit late. And so just again, like I said, take note of the things that you can do now versus um, that you may want to do later in the year. Now, if you don't take any insurance plans, some of these things will not apply to you. Um, but if you do take insurance, or even if it's just one plan or you're contemplating taking a plan, um, definitely pay attention as we go through. So six things that I encourage you to consider or review in your practice at the start of the new year. 
So number one is to review your budget and finances. Looking at your budget, and I recommending, I recommend using the uh, your private practice budget and uh, fee setting calculator that is available to you as part of the Village membership. If you have not taken advantage of that amazing tool, um, I will be sure to post a link to that below this uh, training and also send um, in the upcoming monthly newsletter how to access that. So um, be sure to check that out. Um, because that is like the ultimate tool to help walk you through what is your personal finance um, picture, what is your private practice uh, budget, what, how many sessions do you want to have a week, how many days of vacation do you want to take for the year, what, um, what is the fee for certain insurance rates and that kind of thing, and it helps you to figure out can I afford what my current rate is. Um, and to calculate that very easily, a lot easier than just saying, oh, well, how much do you want to make? Divide that by 52 weeks a year, divide that by that number of sessions. It's more nuanced than that. And it gives you a really clear picture and a way to track it throughout the year. So it's a tool I use in my practice and I'm really happy and excited and proud of um, how I've created it. So I really encourage you to take advantage of that because it is available to you for free as part of your village membership. So one of the things, like I said, you want to take a look at what is the your financial picture um, for the new year. So, you know, how much do you need to make each month in your practice? Um, what are your personal financial goals, right? So what are what are you wanting to do personally? Are you wanting to be able to set aside money for retirement <clears throat> more than you have? Are you wanting to um, maybe save for a vacation or be able to put a certain amount into savings or just be able to pay yourself a certain amount? in your financial, um, you know, your personal finances. And that absolutely is going to be impacted um, by how things are run in your practice. So what are your personal financial goals? Um, and then looking at your practice financial goals, um, you know, how much do you need to be making each month in your practice to meet these goals? How much do you um, need to make from each insurance plan? Like, are you able to stay on the insurance plans that you're currently on to be able to meet those goals? Do you need to be setting aside more each month um, so that you can pay your quarterly taxes on time or that you have enough for that? Um, so asking yourself, you know, these questions to know, you know, if the rate that you're at that you currently have set, is that feasible to stay at that rate or to continue to accept certain insurances at that rate? Do you need to go up? Do you need to drop certain plans? So again, the, the, the end of the year, beginning of the year is a great time to really dive into the financial picture of things personally and professionally. So I highly, highly, highly recommend using the private practice uh, budget and uh, budget calculator and fee setting tool that is available to you. So number two uh, to things that you should be kind of reviewing <clears throat> at the end of the year, start of the new year is to verify insurance rates. Now, again, if you don't take insurance, you can skip this this one, but verifying insurance rates. Um, you want to 
take a look be- at your contracts. A lot of times um, insurance plans will put out like in the fourth quarter that, hey, these are what our new rates are going to be effective January 1, or they may just like silently post them on their website. Um, a lot of times when they do change rates, if they are changing them across the board, January 1 is when those things go into effect. And so it could be, hey, we're drop, we're like going down or we're going up. So being sure to check, um, you know, all of those rates for your your current plan. Now, note that if you do take uh, TRICARE, <clears throat> you would think January 1 would be when everything changes. Um, but TRICARE, if you do accept that in your practice, those rates change. Um, they come March 1st. So uh, don't be alarmed or confused if you're like, what is happening? And you see in March, things change. Um, they That comes March 1st. And of course, they don't tell us what, how much it's going to be. If it's going to go up or down, it just like magically changes. And then even like it's not till sometimes mid-March that they like post what it's going to be. So just be prepared for that. So in reviewing these rate changes, you know, if there are any, it's helpful to then be able to ask, like, can I continue to accept these plans, right? Going back to that financial picture that we're looking at in in number one, can I continue to stay on these plans if I need to be bringing in a certain amount of money each month? Um, and how do I do that, right? Like what, you know, do I need to um, alert the the insurance companies, like a certain amount of time ahead of time that I want to drop that plan. Should I ask for a fee increase? Um, you know, just things to consider in, in looking at, um, the reimbursement rates that you are getting. So number three, the, the third thing that you should be doing, um, before you, uh, you know, as you are starting the new year, um, is to verify client benefits. Now, again, this is more related to if you take insurance, but it is also a good time just to kind of have a conversation with, um, with clients because I'll get to it in a second, but even if you are private pay, there could be some things, um, to just consider. So let's say you're not private pay. Let's say you take insurance. Clients insurance plans start their benefits most likely start over at the new year. So if they had a deductible and let's say they had a thousand dollar deductible, they met it last year, they've only been having to pay their copay, or maybe like they aren't even having to pay that because once their deductible met, they don't have any out-of-pocket expenses that starts over come January one. Most clients know this already, but they like sometimes we'll forget it um, or it just doesn't even cross their mind. But it's a good thing for you to review because let's say they have a deductible and you've only just been collecting copays, you're going to have to be collecting a bit more upfront, most likely. So again, verify their benefits. I always ask clients to um, provide their new insurance card because usually they will get a new one at the start of the year. And um, if you have the opportunity to verify their benefits before their first session in the new year, that's a great thing to do. And then to just review with them what um, what the their plan is and, hey, this is what it'll cost out of pocket to be using your insurance, um, your insurance card or your insurance plan. So again, 
did they, you want to ask too, did they change plans? Because sometimes I've had clients who they, their company changes insurance plans and it starts effective January one, and they may like completely forget about it. So, um, having conversations with them and and we're going to get to that in a minute, um, of how to kind of talk with clients about this, um, to ask and to make sure, like, did they change plans? What info do you need from them? If they changed insurance plans, are you even on that insurance plan? So being able to just verify clients' benefits, reviewing that with them, reviewing it for yourself is really, really important as the new year starts. Now, like I said, even if you don't take insurance, this is still a good thing to just check because if you, let's say you provide a super bill, um, sometimes insurance companies are weird and like how one company accepts a super bill, another company may accept it a different way, or a client may have a out of, you know, out of network, um, deductible that they're able to, um, work towards in paying you for out of pocket with that super bill. And then things are covered, but their plans change. And so not that you need to verify that per se, but it is a good idea just to have a a conversation with clients. Like if they, if you are providing a super bill for them to just review with them, like, Hey, just a reminder, you know, this is the start of a new year. Um, you may end up having to just completely pay out of pocket rather than getting reimbursed something for your plan, your, uh, appointment. So again, just, um, just things to keep in mind and to help remind your clients of. Number four, so updating policies and consent. So this is something that the new year is a great time to to take advantage of doing. I This is something that I usually do start to look at in October. And in simple practice where I have all of my policies and consents <clears throat> at the bottom of that each form, whenever I update it, I put the date that I updated. So I know when was the last time it was updated. Um, and this is really important because even if you're not going to update certain things to, we should be getting a new consent signed every 12 months. So at the start of the new year, even if you just had somebody start in, you know, the fall, it's a good idea just to get a new consent sign. So it's always a good thing to to just review your own policies. So, you know, as you're going through that financial calculator, and you are looking at, okay, what is my fee? Um, you're going to need to update your financial consents, right? Where it states what your fee is. Looking at what is my current no-show or late cancellation policy, right? That it should be in our, your policies and consents. And what does it currently state? Does the current policy work for me? Do I need to change any of that? Um <clears throat> So again, going through and making sure that you're reviewing everything that you have, um, making any needed changes, and then making sure that you're sending these to clients to review and sign, um, getting the client's consent um, on these updates, on these policies is really, really important. um, So that way they're on the same page as you. Now, that leads me into the fifth thing that I really recommend you doing to prepare your practice in the new year, which is preparing your clients. So you want to make sure that you're having conversations with them 
um, about if there are changes that you're making on your end. Now, things like their insurance changes, like I said before, reminding them of, hey, it's the new year, you're going to have a deductible if that's what their plan is, encouraging them to review their benefits, encouraging you to review the benefits and letting them know what you what you're aware of as far as their plan goes. And if you are changing your fees, you know, these are things that you want to begin having conversations with your clients um, as early as you know, so that way you can give them ahead of time. Now, it doesn't have to mean like, let's say you are changing your fee. Let's say you're going through that budget calculator and you're recognizing that, you know what, my current fee is not working for me. I need to increase this you're going to then need to have a conversation with clients about that. And it may be that you are not going to just make it so that, okay, I'm reviewing this in December, January one, I'm going to increase my fee by say $10. It may be you're going to gradually increase that for current clients and any new clients starting January one will get that new rate to begin with. So the way that I typically prepare clients is, one is two different ways. So having conversations with them um, in session about insurance, about changes in consents, so forth. But I always send out a letter, um, usually in December, and I'm going to uh, post a template to that. So sending out a letter that just highlights um, any major changes. So I think last year I had a change in my um, no-show or in my late cancellation policy. And so I just highlighted that or there were some policies that didn't change, but I wanted to just remind people of. And so I highlighted that in the letter. If a fee change was going to impact them, I let them know in person, but I also put it right in writing in the letter. Um, and let them know that they would be getting a um, notification from simple practice of new consents and policies. So it's just a way of helping to remind them of what is going on. I usually let them know that they will be getting a letter and that we can talk about this in session and um, that it's just a way for us to be able to all be on the same page um, again, I just like to have kind of everybody sign at the same time, regardless of when they came in to, to work with me, just so that way it's just one thing for me to think of, one thing for me to track. Now, again, you may decide I don't have the time right now to review my policies, to review my, my fee changes. You can do this, change your consents and policies any time of the year. Maybe um, the start of June, June 1st is when you do this. Um, but again, it's just a way to kind of help prepare your practice. Just use the new year as a way to kind of think through what you need to do. And then the sixth thing that I encourage you to do, um, with the new year in your practice is to review your goals. What do you want for your practice in this new year? Do you want to increase or maybe even decrease clients? Are you seeing too few or too many? Um, do you want to focus on obtaining maybe a certain type of training? Like maybe you're looking at, I want to get certified in a, a certain treatment model. Um, and that's something I want to work towards. Do you want to change your marketing strategy? Are you finding that the ideal clients that you want to connect with and have in your practice, your current strategies aren't working or you need to shift some things? Um, 
you know, what is it that you want to focus on in this new year as it relates to your practice in 2024? So setting some goals, it doesn't have to be that you have like, you know, these massive, massive goals. It could be that you are saying, you know what, I'm going to set a goal for the first quarter of the year. Um, I find that I do better when I have goals that are shorter in time, especially just at this point in life, um, where things just seem to constantly be moving and changing with kids and, and life that having bigger goals, um, not necessarily bigger goals, but goals that are a little bit longer term are just harder to maintain, um, because things just throw major wrenches in them and, um, and then it can derail me. So just having shorter, um, shorter goals that are maybe monthly or quarterly, um, or even six week goals is much help more helpful for me. So you can do any of the things that I just, you know, shared, um, that we just talked about for, you know, setting up your practice for the new year. You can do them at any point, but the new year is a great time to start a routine, make sure that these things are kind of taking care of your practice and to begin making this kind of an annual thing that you do. Um, and like I said, I usually encourage people to start doing this in about October. Um, but again, you can at any point, um, decide to, to go down this, this path. If you have questions about this, or if you would love to do some co-working, maybe um, with fellow village members around some of this stuff, um, drop a comment or make a post in our group and um, let's encourage each other and support one another as we are starting off the new year and um, preparing our practices. I hope you guys really enjoyed that and got so much knowledge and information from it. I hope it is something that you are going to be able to implement in your practice. And if you are curious about how you can get a hold of that practice fee setting calculator and practice budget calculator, I will have a link below in the show notes where you can grab that for just $9. Um, it's a really amazing tool that I use every year in my practice, and it's something that I'm really proud of. So you can take a look if that is something that would be helpful for you, or you can just join us over in the Village community, which is also linked below, and you can access it there. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode, and I will see you here again next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Raise to Empower podcast. Check the show notes for all links and resources mentioned in the show. If you found today's episode helpful or inspiring, be sure to share it with your therapist friends. And don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave your five-star rating and review. It truly means so much to me and will help us get our message of empowerment out to other women and mom clinicians. And I'd love to connect with you in our Facebook community. So check out the show notes for the link or head to bit.ly forward slash raise to empower to join us. I'll see you back here next week.